Hello and welcome to this podcast Flourish with Deepthi and me Selva. Whoever you are, wherever you're from and whatever you do, this is the show that helps you not just restart confidently but also thrive and flourish in your second careers. If you are thinking of restarting your career but don't know where to begin, you have come to the right place. In this season, we'll deep dive into the world of returnees by bringing you expert interviews, research findings and HR perspectives. Being returnees ourselves, we will be sharing our experiences of restarting, both failure and success stories. That's right. If you're wondering how to build that awesome resume or ace that dream job interview and even get an insider tips from HR on getting hired, all that and more, we've got it all covered in this podcast just for you. So, are you ready? Because it's time for you to flourish. Tune in to Flourish, a one-of-a-kind podcast meant just for you returning to work. I am Deepi Rao, a techie by profession, mentor by passion, and a certified happiness coach. And I am Selva Kani Selvaraj, trained leadership coach from International Coaching Federation, certified psychologist, and an erstwhile corporate HR expert. And we both are corporate professionals with over 40 years of collective experience. We know what it takes to build, pause, and rebuild a successful career, all the while playing other roles, being parents, caregivers, and family nurturers. Welcome to the 11th episode of this season. The first week, and then the 30 days, And before you know it, you would have completed the first 90 days at your workplace. This is a very essential period, which will make a long lasting impression and also help you settle in well. Sometimes this is the make or break period as well. I remember my first job and on day one, my new boss or rather my first ever boss told me, don't ever hesitate and ask as many questions as you want. That is the only way you will learn about your job. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Therefore, we are very pleased to invite another HR expert for this episode, Mr. Anvit Murthy. Anvit is currently the Vice President HR for Rapido and brings 16 years of rich global experience working in companies like Aquin Financial Solutions, Infosys, Alstom and Tata Motors. Welcome to the show, Anvit. Thank you, Selva. Thank you, Diti. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Anvit. I mean, HR uh, working with Rapido, very interesting. We're going to have some really interesting conversation today. So let me begin with asking you this, you know, how would you rate the importance of the first week at office for any new joinee in general? Yeah, thank you, Deepthi. Um, I mean, I couldn't agree more when you said about your boss that, you know, uh, ask as many questions as possible. Um, yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, not just the first week, but the entire, you mentioned about the 30, 60, 90 day plan, right? It's very important uh, for any new joiner because it sets the tone for your role, right? For any new joiner, uh, you know, building relations, uh, getting that context, it's extremely important. But also, it's very important to meet meet all your stakeholders. Uh, it's very, very important to learn as much as possible uh, in the first few days. 
because that sets the foundation for any new joiner to uh, you know to start performing and to make a statement in the company as well and um, yeah it, it's it's uh, it's it's i mean to answer you Deepthi, it's uh, very very important to set that basic foundation and yeah first week definitely yes it's it's quite important Thank you, uh, Anvith. We all understand how important the first week is for any new journey, like you mentioned. Uh, now, coming to returnees uh, who've come back after a break, who have some experience of working in organizations, so they understand what the first few days are like. But because of the gap uh, and that uncertainty that they come with, I wonder if you had any suggestions in terms of what are the first few things that need they need to take care of, maybe in terms of their mindsets, or the kind of behaviors that they need to demonstrate, or just any small actions that they can uh, consider during these initial days? It's a, it's a very good question, Silva, because, um, you know, one is actually people who go on either maternity break or sabbatical break or uh, any other kind of long break. Um, when they come back, uh, you know, it's not that they're new to the company. They're uh, very much aware of the kind of culture uh, or even the kind of uh, tools that they use. So that part actually is uh, something that's already there. Uh, but certain things, uh, you know, when they come back, certain contexts would have changed because these, some of them, they become very insecure, uh, right, when they come back. But uh, it's also very important that they start taking charge of that uh, new changes that have happened uh, when they were away and when they have come back, they need to uh, start looking at that particular role or that particular context in a completely new way and start working towards it. And uh, how do they do that? Exactly, you know, like the 30-60-90 plan which we spoke of, it's very important to meet new, uh, meet your uh, uh, colleagues, meet uh, your managers, ex-managers or uh, new managers who have come in and get that context which has changed in that six to eight months or a year's time and uh, it's also very important to meet uh, like if there are any changes in the policy changes in the ways of working or the processes so it's very important to even meet up the hr business partners as well that's correct Anvith. you know both the parts of it becomes important uh, talking to your hr folks finding out you know the policies and facilities available and as well as you know uh, staying in touch with your immediate reporting manager uh, so coming to that part now um, it's always good practice to go prepared for any meeting as such right but when you're going for your one-to-one -one meeting with your managers that is specifically your space right it's your time with your manager what kind of discussions would be fruitful when you're talking to your direct manager in the initial days at work uh, again actually a very good question uh um, see, I mean, especially when uh, people uh, you know, get that uh, meeting slot with their managers, have seen mostly most of the employees they don't come prepared for that meeting. Uh, they want the manager to drive the discussion, and that's not how uh, it should happen. Uh, you know, you should go prepared for your one-on-one uh, -on -one with your manager. Uh, it's also about um, aligning your goals. Uh, if they're not set. It's very important for uh, the employee to align his work with his manager's goals. Uh, and that that needs to be driven by the employee because, uh, you know, the OKRs are the goals that are set. 
uh, that need to be discussed uh, in the one-on-ones as well. Now, uh, at the same time, uh, it's also very important to uh, uh, talk about certain things if there are ambiguity in the role or uh, ambiguity in the way in which they are working. Uh, if there is a lack of clarity, definitely like, uh, you know, the employee should bring that up to get uh, more clarity about their role, more clarity about the deliverables. And uh, it's also, uh, right, if the goals are not set, then it's it's a, a great uh, uh, avenue for the, uh, for the employee to talk about, uh, you know, so it's very important to formalize those goals and talk about the ways of working because uh, especially when we speak of uh, returnees, right? Uh, uh, when we look at some of uh, some of the female employees who uh, go through maternity and come back, uh, definitely they will have certain challenges. Or even some of the employees who come back from certain health issues after taking a break, uh, they definitely will have constraints uh, the way in which they operate. So hence, um, uh, somewhere coming to an amicable agreement between the employee and the manager uh, to uh, you know, arrive at the ways of working and to talk about the constraints. Uh, if they uh, lack support from the team, it's very important to bring all these issues up with the manager and very important to drive the meeting as an employee and also very important to arrive at the solutions at the end of the meeting. Uh, if, if it's not, uh, if there is no solution that is coming out, uh, then it's also very important to schedule uh, another uh, one-on-one uh, uh, in that uh, in that meeting itself, as such, makes sense. Uh, and with uh, it's very important to also be transparent about the constraints that you said, which is a good uh, tip for our returnees. Now, like you rightly mentioned, some of the returnees come back to the same organization, maybe same manager, same team after maternity. But many a times, it's not the case. They either change role or even change companies, right? And there are women who've uh, had a longer break, not just immediately coming after maternity, but much more, like few years uh, of break, and then they come back. So now we dig into more the managing the manager part, you know, the chemistry with manager. Uh, what's your suggestion on just gauging that bit? For instance, um, how should one understand when to meet, or how, how often to meet, or what to discuss? Because uh, like uh, everywhere, people, different, uh, people are different, right? Some managers tend to like very practice steps, and make time, but some prefer that you do the homework and come and just inform them. Or there could be other styles as well. Uh, sometimes even, you know, should I even uh, wait for the manager to come and talk to us? Or should I just initiate on my own and saying that, hey, I'd like to catch up with you. So generally, uh, could you give us a sense of how should a women returnee approach the whole idea of managing one-on-ones with their manager in the initial days? Uh, again, actually, a uh, good question, uh, Silva. <laughs> the thing is, um, you know, always uh, when we look at uh, managers and employees, right? Managers are uh, looked at as if it's a privileged position. But at the end of the day, managers are there for people. Uh, that is something that every leader should understand. And the leader is there to help, support, mentor uh, people who are working for them and at the same time if the employees the employee should be completely free to approach the manager now i know like in practical it 
it in practicality it doesn't work like that i mean people tend to uh, you know be, be really um, they don't want to go and meet the manager often uh, there are a lot of uh, you know what can i say hierarchy kind of things uh, exist between the employee and the manager but what i would suggest all the uh, returnees or uh, even the new joiners is uh, you know take control of things because you need to meet your manager when you do not have clarity when you want something from your manager you want some kind of support some kind of mentoring uh, at uh, beat anything like if you're not getting enough support from your team you're not able to um, you know uh, work with a customer you're facing certain challenges um, so be anything your manager should be approachable and uh, uh, you know sometimes to the manager uh, get it resolved so um, yeah coming back to this like there is no one uh, time frame which fits everybody right like it's not that you need to meet your manager every day in some scenarios maybe you don't have to meet your manager for a month because everything is going well it's completely dependent on the employee what uh, he or she is going through and completely depends on the challenges that they are facing as well lot of uh, good points and that uh, you know the way i would put it is help the manager to help you Uh, right uh, don't uh, sure, brush it sure. under the right don't brush things under the carpet you you will definitely be facing a lot of issues it's not like like it's going to be a smooth ride uh, and it happens to everybody right a new oh, job sure. managers are there for uh, uh, you know employees and not the other way as well no the other way around yeah. correct yeah and those are the signs of a good leader as well uh right so they should be able to either help you sort out your issues or guide you as to where you know you can get that help so by being silent uh, you know, we will not be able to get solutions to the issues and we start it starts building up right um, yes, so yes. it's good to like have those regular conversation as and when you need right like you said need needn't have to be a set frequency uh, but it's always good to keep the channel open with them very true Right. and since you spoke about the hierarchy so what comes to my my next question would be uh, of course you know the direct managers almost always able to give the details that you require about your team the in immediate yes. work you're going to do all those nitty gritty details uh, but coming to the skip level you know like your boss's boss so mm -hmm. that can also be beneficial to get a wider perspective and more context in general about where your you know your business is heading towards and more such general details about the company itself yeah. uh, what is your suggestion about having these skip level meetings within the first 3 months of joining yeah i mean see uh, skip level meetings um, very important uh, uh, you know it need not be as frequent as uh, you know by and large your manager should be able to uh, you know answer lot of uh, questions for the employee and at the same time bring lot of clarity uh, but it's a great forum to meet your manager's manager um, one is uh, because you'll always get the big picture so hence uh, uh, your skip level ma managers or even uh, you know the business unit heads um, it's very important because they always give you that big picture and when we start looking at uh, the employee value uh, in the in the employee value pyramid the purpose of the job becomes uh, so important and that's what your skip level managers can give you so to get that big picture uh, it's very important to meet 
skip level managers or business unit heads and so on and so forth. Now, who should set this up? Uh, definitely, like, it's very important. Uh, like, uh, if you're meeting a skip level manager, you should take uh, take that uh, uh, charge. And uh, at least what I've seen is everybody's interested in, uh, I mean, nobody would say if, uh, uh, if their N minus twos are coming and setting up a 15 or a 30 minute discussion, uh, just to talk about, uh, to understand the business context, they'll be much more happy that you know somebody is showing interest in that. Now, having said that, uh, there are other scenarios that come into picture, wherein uh, you know sometimes your manager may not be able to resolve some of the issues that you are facing. So at the end of the day, your manager is supposed supposed to resolve all the challenges or help you to grow and so on and so forth. If that is not happening, then definitely meeting the skip level manager becomes a necessity, uh, right? Um, and it should be done as quickly as possible. And uh, the other scenario that I can think of is, um, uh, you know, managers, uh, not all the managers will have uh, that visibility of the uh, opportunities that are there in the team or that are there in the company as such. Uh, Clear-cut visibility about the kind of roles that exist in the company, the kind of roles that, uh, you know, the current role can lead to some other role into some, some other job family as well. And um, somewhere uh, to have those career-related discussions or opportunities, uh, if your manager doesn't have that context, it's always important to meet the skip level manager in these scenarios. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for that, Anvit. Uh, the part about, uh, you know, use the skip level to get a higher level idea, broader idea about the opportunities that exist is a very key point here. The other one is if there are any issues uh, that you need to really uh, recognize and bring it up to the right people, then that then also skip level reach becomes very critical. However, it's easier said than done, right? Going to a skip level with concerns about your manager is a harder thing. Yes. So we figured that I think one of the easiest ways uh, to navigate your workplace is through policies and understanding working norms. You also mentioned it previously, ways of working, right? Yeah. What suggestions do you have for the returnees to find out about policies, flexibilities that already exist in the company mm -hmm. uh, without having to really talk to a, one person in particular? What can they do to get that understanding, uh, have that pace set for themselves? In practicality, like, um, you know, when there is a skip level meeting that happens, right, the immediate manager becomes extremely insecure. Now, when we look at uh, uh, the policies, how can employees be aware of these processes and policies? Uh, when we look at some of the big companies, right, like especially the multinational companies who have been there for ages and they have really uh, very good processes that are set up and everything works like a clockwork. Uh, these companies definitely would have invested a uh, lot in uh, intranet portals where uh, you know uh, there is set of processes uh, which talks about uh, you know how frequently the skip level meetings should be done uh, what should you do in certain scenarios uh, that uh, any employee might be going through uh, there will be videos around it there will be faqs around it so uh, especially and uh, and when we look at mid-sized companies, right, uh, especially in the startup space or mid-sized firms, um, uh, the company's focus. I mean, more. Uh, I mean, most of the things are people-driven. 
and uh, you'll definitely have HR business partners. Uh, you can always reach out to any HR and get that uh, guidance. Ki whom should I uh, go to to understand more about some of the policies? So on a lighter note, uh, Anvit, I'm just uh, pulling your leg and telling our listeners, if any of you happen to join Rapido, you know whom to catch hold of. Uh, if you're not aware of any of the policies available in that company. Yeah, definitely. Because like uh, <laughs> we are a startup and uh, uh, we do have employee policy handbook and it is hosted on our uh, HR portal. And I'm very sure okay. that most of them, they don't go through it. Uh, but, right, right. Uh, but we do definitely do have HR business partners. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, we have uh, implemented something called uh, uh, Amber, which is uh, uh, which is an AI uh, chatbot, and uh, they can chat with me through anonymously, uh, and uh, they can uh, and also like it asks a lot of questions to the employees, and basis that it gives the score. Um, many companies are, you know, already like working towards making the workplace more conducive, more inclusive for all their employees. Uh, what policies can a company specifically adopt uh, to make this transition easier for a returnee in particular? Okay. So, um, uh, returnee, like generally, like, you know, um, uh, if I look at it from uh, multiple uh, types of returnees, right? Like when we look at uh, uh, you know, mothers who have taken a maternity break and come back to work, uh, they definitely would want uh, some kind of support system, right? Whether it is uh, the availability of crash or uh, transport facility or uh, uh, even uh, sometimes actually like sick room uh, availability or uh, even... Uh, so those things are extremely important to make that workplace, uh, you know, to have those resources as such. Now, uh, uh, in fact, actually one of, I mean, when I joined Rapido, uh, uh, we did not have any maternity uh, policy. We did not have uh, any uh, any additional facilities for employees. And one uh, female employee, she had just begun, I mean, she had just become pregnant. And immediately, like, uh, what we did was we set up a uh, room where she could go and lie down and we changed the chair so that she could be more comfortable. Very minor changes. So hence, uh, responding to that, uh, uh, to the needs of the employee becomes very, very important for the company uh, if they have to retain great talent as such. So, um, so returnees, especially mothers who are coming back to work, uh, crash. And then uh, those facilities in terms of the workplace uh, becomes extremely important. Then also we need to understand that people who come back, uh, they would want some kind of flexibility, like they're ready to uh, work part-time, they're ready to work from home, and they would want some flexible working hours uh, because they do have constraints. And uh, as a company, you need to be a lot more empathetic towards the needs of uh, these returnees because they are coming back to work and they still have certain constraints or even give them some additional uh, special use, which may, uh, you know, it can be as simple as uh, a, a mother, a newly uh, become mother, uh, she may want a vaccination leave to get her kid vaccinated. Um, and these, these things are, uh, you know, uh, it goes a long way in building a great company culture 
right so yeah these are some of the things that uh, companies definitely need to take care of uh, when they are looking at making the return is life easy so that is uh, interesting uh, you know different types like the vaccination leave especially you know, these kinds of different uh, policies really help uh, make it easy for returnees as well as the employees even the other employees right um so um you know when i came back after my first maternity break um i was a little uneasy with my colleagues uh, and in general the atmosphere around right a few folks hesitated to approach me engage in conversations with me uh, it was becoming a little difficult to build the rapport right so i went a little bit beyond uh, you know what was comfortable for me um you know i would just go for lunch with folks uh, even okay. though it's beyond my lunch time and try to kind of break the ice um, okay. you know and get the comfort feel with the team right because only when you're comfortable you can work together with them as a team uh, that's very important uh, i think very true very true i mean i can uh, completely understand uh, i mean uh, yeah definitely like you know especially when you're uh, when you're uh, when you come back after a long time things have changed and change yeah yeah people true. are not so welcoming uh, how it becomes stay. difficult to yeah, yeah, yeah. break and they created that new social circle as well right so possible very <laughs> yeah, much yeah. very true very so, true right what would you say around you know like what social gestures can the uh, returnees uh, build you know to gel with the team and the other thing is uh, how can the team also make the environment more um, relaxing and more welcoming uh, for the returnee right so both the ways what is your uh, suggestion around it yeah the answer was there in your question as well because um, you you've been there done that um, yeah definitely i think uh, you know some uh, you know some of the team members they may not be very comfortable uh, at that time because Uh, one is like they uh, think that actually like you know uh, somebody who has be- just become a mother and come back uh, they definitely will have lot of constraints can i give that work to them can i uh, can i call them out for uh, like let us say uh, after uh, working hours can we just go out and uh, chill for some time so they they they'll not be able to uh, make those uh, judgment calls at that point of time so they yeah. tend to hesitate as well so it's also uh, the employee who has come back uh, it's also on their part to show that actually you know there are i mean this is the ways of working uh, i mean i have to go at 6 probably yes i have to go at 6 but till 6 i can i'm still the same person uh, i would definitely would be uh, spend some time having a cup of coffee those things actually like the employee can definitely uh, give those skills to the team and at the same time people uh, you know uh, who have been through that phase like somebody who's been on maternity who's been there done that they do understand and they'll be able to uh, understand the changes uh, that have happened with that particular employee so hence it's very important to uh, you know have those discussions with the team members and somewhere actually like uh, as you rightly said that you uh, did some of those things uh, uh, to just to make sure that your team is uh, at ease with you and it's also the responsibility of the team to make you uh, you know to put you at ease as well 
Thank you, Anvit, for such a elaborate uh, response. We really appreciate the details that which you've shared with us. We've now come to the end of this episode. Uh, and while we've spoken at length about what women can do to return with ease, as well as what companies can do, uh, we can't let you go without talking about uh, what a brilliant ally you've been at home to support your own partner's career choices. She herself is um, uh, holding a senior leadership position in another corporation. So we'd love to hear you talk about how has that journey been at home for you? And is there any insights or advice that you'd like to share with your fellow allies at work or otherwise? Uh, th thank you, Selva. Yeah, I mean, uh, you need to ask my wife about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we will surely ask her. Yes, <laughs> another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much help I have been to her, but uh, I mean, uh, I mean, few things. One is, um, you know, like when she wanted to go back to work, um, you know, I completely understood that you know she won't be there for uh, the child or me. Uh, for, uh, you know, uh, doing, I mean, almost like she would do almost all the things for us uh, that do on time. So kind of uh, understood that, you know, it's not going to be the same. Uh, she needs to, uh, somewhere I need to share that responsibility of uh, doing small uh, little things, but it goes a long way as well. It can be as simple as uh, waking the child up and then giving birth to the child. Uh, and probably even ironing the child's clothes uh, for the school that helps a lot because like it takes away that uh, it's not the effort but it is it takes away that mental stress of uh, just waking the child up you know uh, and also in terms of uh, uh, this is with respect to the uh, to the family part of it in professional front uh, as as an HR person I have always encouraged my wife to you know uh, get that clarity, get that, uh, formalize the goals, uh, do not hesitate to have one-on-ones uh, and also encouraging actually helps. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, we may think that it's it's a small work and she, she can do it by herself, but it's, it's not the physical work, but the mental stress or the mental space that particular work occupies it's different for different women like so yeah i mean somewhere like if you understand your spouse you'll you'll start doing some of these things thank you i mean that's brilliant uh, i've not seen many men talk about the mental space it takes <laughs> for a woman to you know carry on with both home and uh, work responsibilities uh, it's a very fine nuanced point and with thank you so much for sharing this with us oh anytime anytime definitely definitely yeah Thank you. Thank you so much for your time and valuable insights, Anvit. It was a pleasure having you on this episode with us. Well, thanks for the opportunity, Salva Diti. It's, it's great uh, speaking to you guys. And I wish you guys uh, all the success. Thank you. So to our listeners, the first steps of your journey really defines the direction of your entire professional path. So start strong, stay focused, because great career often begins with a simple, small Slow but steady step. Your feedback is our inspiration. Be generous with your ratings so that we are able to reach many more women who are looking for that inspiration to restart. Remember to like, share and subscribe to Flourish.
We hope you liked our podcast. All we do in this podcast is to have meaningful conversations, speak to experts and bring you the real stories of internship. Look up our show notes for research links and our social media connects. Why just survive when you can thrive and flourish in your career? Absolutely. Bye folks. Until the next time in our next episode.